0: Does talk about mental health touch your soul? Are you also a tarot lover? If so, have a seat. Grab yourself a cup of tea and relax because it's time for an episode of Swords of Depression hosted by Miriam Slasberg. Hello, Mary Slasberg of Swords of Depression, and I hope you're doing well. So now we are at the halfway point through the sword suit. So we're gonna talk about the Seven of Swords. So the Seven of Swords is a card representing deception, betrayal, and tic- trickery. It can also signify that you are acting strategically to go after something that will benefit you or someone is doing that to you. It can also be the card that shows someone is getting away with something that sh- they should not have. Before getting into the nitty gritty of the meaning of this card, let's go over the history and appearance of the Seven of Swords. So the Seven of Swords has had its origins in Italian tarot decks, where it was known as the... Il Traditore, the Traitor. So this name reflects the card's traditional meaning of someone about to betray their trust. So if you look at the Seven of Swords tarot card in the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, you'll see a man with the grin slowly inching away from the military as he holds five swords as he is sneaking out about it. Like he's sneaking, he's very sneaky about it. So he looks over his shoulder and he sees that there are two swords left behind, he's happy because he snuck away and no one noticed. So let's now talk about what it means to get the Seven of Swords in a reading. So as you know, this card is often interpreted as the meaning someone is about to make a significant decision with far reaching consequences. So it can indicate that someone is feeling overwhelmed by choices or options. In a reading, the Seven of Swords can represent a need to make a difficult choice or to take a risk. So this card can also indicate that someone feels conflicted or torn in different directions. So the Seven of Swords can represent different parts of the self that are wearing on each other or different aspects of a situation that are in conflict. So that also means that uh, this card can represent a person is being pulled in different directions by competing interests so if you get a seven of swords in a reading it can suggest that it's time to take a step back and assess all of your options before making any decisions it's essential to be thoughtful and consider all possible outcomes before taking action this card can also indicate that some deception or trickery is going on so be careful of people who may not have your best interests at heart It can represent a friend who's not truly a friend they're two-faced and the rest of the cards in the spread will indicate that so interestingly though the seven of swords can also be seen as a positive card representing ingenuity and resourcefulness so in this context it suggests that even when the odds are against you it's possible to come on top so the seven number seven is traditionally a number associated with good luck so in this case the seven of swords Um, can represent seven opportunities for success, but here's a catch. These opportunities won't be easy to seize. You'll have to be brave and clever to take advantage of them. However, as you remember, the six is about restoring balance and harmony after dealing with the upheavals and chaos from five. Seven is about to be, uh, or seven is about being creative and using your individuality to conquer anything else that disrupts the peace that the six represents. Seven is also a number of reflections. So, if you think back to the aspiring writer. You'll see that after disappointment with the manuscript being rejected, the writer gave up their dream of being a writer. So you can say that the Seven of Swords moment would be when the writer looks into other ways to get their message out, even if they don't write a book. They can think of capturing the attention of others by getting their message out there in other ways through blogging, video blogging, or vlogging, um, creating audiobooks, or they may look into submitting their manuscript to other publishers but we will look into ways to manipulate them into accepting or looking at methods outside the box, even if it seems deceptive. The gist of it is that the writer will have to do some problem solving to increase the chances of making something they put out work. Now, what about Risa Green in this card? She may make her, the thing is she may make her husband Ron think that everything's okay in their marriage, but she could be thinking about leaving him without even warning him or even if she isn't, she could be faking that all is well, when the reality is she's miserable. And Ron is probably too, but he doesn't say anything either. So therefore, there's a lot of dishonesty, even though no one's having an affair. Another Seven of Swords situation in Risa's life is her neighbor, who pretends to be her friend. However, the neighbor only goes to Risa to gain something from her. She uses her to gossip or uses her and gossips about her, but Risa thinks that her neighbor is her friend, so she goes out of her way to help her. And you've got to remember, Risa is the ultimate people pleaser and is desperate for anyone to like her. Her neighbor saw that and is taking full advantage of it. So here's another potential seven of swords situation for Risa. Perhaps her parents promised to leave Risa something in their will, but only if she helped to care for them and run errands for them. Since the parents favor her sister Tamara, who is to say that her parents will not end up leaving Risa with very little or nothing and giving Tamara pretty much everything after they pass. I mean, Risa would have an excellent reason to contest that will if that does happen, but sadly, because of her egoism, she likely won't. And that is unless something breaks her out of it. So now let's take a look and see the seven of swords, uh, reverse what that means. So when the seven of swords shows up in reverse, it can mean self-deceit or just lying to yourself, or it can be indicative of imposter syndrome. So Risa Green fits this position too, as she is always deceiving herself. She has her head in the sand about her life, but unfortunately, she also has her head in the sand about her physical and mental health. And there's only so long you can stay in denial. However, the sad thing is, perhaps she was in denial about her life and health at one time, but now she knows how bad off she is and has gone from being in denial to just being apathetic. So let's move away from Risa and let's talk about imposter syndrome. Um, Those who are extremely confident or I'd say narcissistic probably will not struggle with that too much, if at all. Those who are empathetic and don't like to take credit for being extremely good at something, that's the case. And, I mean, I admit it, whenever someone says that I'm a good writer or a tarot reader, I kind of think that there are plenty of others who are better than I am. And I know there are, and I struggle to accept it, but I know. I mean, it doesn't mean that I'm not good, but I always think, well, there's someone else who's better, (laughs) so i mean i deal with it too now let's see how you can implement this card to your life so if you must be in a situation where you need to do some problem solving to get it you know to get something that you need or want now this this is the perfect card to meditate on so you know you'll be thrown into cases where you will need to do some problem solving to end up with the upper hand now that also means to connect with those who can help you so for example you want a particular job and you want to be the one, um, you want, you want to be the one who, um, you want to be the one who will hook with someone who can recommend uh, that job for you. Like, or s- someone can recommend you to the employer. So you know that you have a higher chance of getting the job if you do have a connection to it because well, nepotism works. It works well in anyone's favor, but simultaneously, you don't want to use the individual and toss them away. Okay, so what can you do, though? You can do is befriend the individual and develop, develop a rapport with them. And at the right time, you can tell them how much you would love to get that job that they have connections to. And likely, they will be able to help you. But here's the thing. Once they do help you, don't toss the friendship away unless you find that you have absolutely nothing in common. And hey, if that's the case, be sure to thank them for helping you, express your appreciation, and just let things take their course. So for the next card, I'll go over over the Eight of Swords. And in the meantime, be well. Talk to you soon. It's a wrap. And if you want to learn to read the tarot for free, along with some quick and easy spreads... Head over to Miriamreedstarot.substack.com.